Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Do you feel appreciated? Now, I actually am talking about at work. Do you feel heard? Do you feel like you can grow? If the answer to those questions is no, then my guess is you are probably looking for a different environment to be a part of. But what I want you to do is take this one step that we're going to talk about today that's going to change your interviewing game. So what I want you to think about is you know what you hate, right? We all do. It's so easy to say, I hate this, I hate that. And it's much harder to define what it is you want. So before you enter into the job market, I want you to think long and hard about exactly what it is you want in this new job. And all the things that I just mentioned, feeling appreciated, heard, and growth opportunities, that's part of the culture of the organization. So I want you, before you put yourself out there in the universe, I want you to think about these things in a positive way. So what I want you to think about are huge lifestyle factors that will in it'll change the game for you if these things are not met the way you want them to be met. This is truly the work culture. Here are things you're probably not thinking about. Commute time. If you have a long commute, I don't care if they're paying you a million dollars, that will get old. It will start to eat away at your soul. If you want a long commute, good for you. Maybe you're listening to podcasts. Maybe you're listening to books. Maybe you take all your phone calls then. Whatever that is, that's great. But what is that ideal commute time? What will make your work life so much better from a commute time perspective? Autonomy. Here's a big one. Everyone says, I don't want a micromanager. Okay, good. We all can acknowledge you do not want a micromanager. But what do you want in a manager? So here are the things I typically hear from my clients. I want a guide. I want to feel supported. Guys, that's still too vague. Get more granular. What does a guide look like to you? What does somebody who supports you look like? So think about day-to-day activities and define those. A great way to do this is with a bad boss. So think about a bad boss that you've had. It may be your current one. And think about what it is that they do that you wish was different. So what would be a positive that they could bring that you would feel supported and guided? So people will say, my boss never gives me direction. So in my mind, what you were saying is, I need guidance on tasks. What is the task? What is expected of me? Why do I need to do this task? What is the end game? So is that what you're looking for? I think that might be it. And then support, 
maybe what you're saying is you need someone that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can go to and not feel like you're going to get reprimanded just for clarification. So I'm just giving you some examples because sometimes it's really hard for people to think in positives. So I'm giving you some ideas so that you can take this into account and think about more positives, deeper positives in your work life. The next thing that you should think about that affects the culture of an organization, you and everyone that's a part of it, are flex time preferences. So are you able to get there at 7 a.m. so that you can leave at 4? Are you able to maybe work only three days a week versus working full time? Are you able to work from home when you need to? Or is this a remote job? Is that what you need to be the most productive? And what do those flex time preferences look like for you? And be, again, very granular. And I want you to think pie in the sky here because I think that we are so good at putting limits even on our dreams. Don't do that here. Be real and exactly what you would like. I call this the unicorn job. This is the unicorn job. The next thing I want you to define is the expected response times for communication. Now, the reason I share this is because there are some businesses where you have to always be on. You have to have your phone near you. You have to sleep with it. You have to respond within an hour of receiving something. Maybe you thrive in that type of environment, so you're okay with that. But maybe you don't. And I know there are certain cultures that are actually moving away from this and trying to limit it to eight-hour workdays. And they have a support staff that works different shifts and all of that so that they can support that. So a lot of tech companies are moving to this, which I think is such a breath of fresh air. It is actually creating a better product because people are not working themselves to death. So what are the expected response times that you would feel comfortable with? And when you leave, are you expected to continue to work? Again, it's really important to define these things. Now, the next thing I want you to do is when you're on these interviews, I want you to check some things out because it's not just about the people you're interviewing with, right? Those people are on their best behavior. They are going to tell you this is the greatest place on earth to work and that might not be entirely true. And there are some key ways to find this out without acting or showing up in a strange way. So let me share some of these with you. Make sure that you have an interview during office hours. The reason is, is because I want you to see how people keep their desks. If it's messy and crazy, and you are a neat freak, these might not be your people. If the work buzz in the office feels stilted, or you can cut the tension with a knife, and you can feel this in your gut, this may not be your place. These may not be your people. And the other thing I would say is, I would ask everyone that you come in contact with what their communication style is. Don't ask this of HR, don't ask this of a recruiter, but anyone else within that organization See what their communication style is. Are they an emailer? Are they a Slack user? Do they like SharePoint? Are they big into email chains? What is that? 
define that and see if it fits your level of communication. Because let's say that you are a face-to-face person. You really love deep, meaningful meetings that are short, but you can look the person in the eye, you can have discussions and move on. Well, you find out that at this organization that you're interviewing for, actually most people work remote and the majority of interactions happen on Slack. Ooh, maybe not your place maybe not your people. It's good that you find this out before you get hired. Because what happens when people get hired into cultures that they don't fit in is they are miserable. And now they're terrified of finding another job because now their resume looks like they're a job hopper. I am giving you this so that this does not happen to you. I want you to go out there and find the culture that makes you feel appreciated, that makes you feel heard, and gives you the opportunities to grow if that's what you're looking for. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.